0: celebration, like most things, is about family. The joy of parties is the joy of taking everyone present and making them bonds stronger than blood. Blood has no monopoly on love. I still remember the night Cerise sang for all of us. She'd sung in private for some, but after that last score and its ensuing pursuit, she just could not keep herself from singing. So she sang there by the campfire of the old hideout with the howling of the trees beyond her. We were family. Maybe we were always family. When the knocking came at the door, Rusty leapt up to greet our late sister, Cherry. She'd taken the old route past Silverfire Gulch to throw off the pursuit of the Inkfinger Prowlers. They may have a thousand books on crime, but they can't outwit even a two-day criminal. It wasn't Cherry who greeted Rusty at the door. Whoever it was didn't greet him at all, unless a spear tip is an acceptable greeting I can never tell with outsiders. We rushed to arms, but we never had a chance. Blood may have no monopoly on love, but it sure does corner the market on living. The Redstone family all ran out of blood that night, and life demanded its taxes. Radish my little darling, tried to run with me, but he couldn't keep up. Crying has a way of taking the breath out of you, and he was all gasps and tears until the cranes descended upon him. At first, I'd wish I'd died too, but then who would find justice for the Redstone family? Who would speak for Radish, Rusty, Cinnamon, Carmine, and Rose? Who would speak for the rest of them? We were so happy together, Why couldn't we just be left alone? In the night, the fear will grip me. It prowls on the edge of sleep. The fear that I've confused revenge for justice. Family would clear that up. Family is the best place for advice, I'd ask. But on this subject, their voices are silent. Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. Today we continue our adventures in Iron Immortals, the shared setting between this tabletop, the video game in development of the Crooked Thimble, and my latest novel, Seven Days a Servant. If you have not given it a look, Seven Days a Servant by Trick Dempsey is in the final month of fundraising, and we need your help. Head over to Inkshares, order the book, and bring more stories of the Iron Immortals world to life. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latura and Adam Koble. Our heroes are set to spring at the Greenbark Gang. They've gathered allies, researched lores, and acquired gear. After a short time to repair their alchemical concoctions and nurse their injuries, Reed, Isled, and Kaya finally face off with the Redstone gang. Divided, they stand against their enemies. Will they see the Greenbarks united? And now I'd like to set the scene of where you guys are. I'm going to start with Kaya Wellsmythe. You are inside of an artificially built cavern that is within the mot. The hill that the bailey was built upon is actually constructed. Now, the walls of it are soil and stone that is being held in place by large planks of wood, which themselves have like steel rivets and stuff. The interior of this thing is actually quite big. It is, let's just say, 100 feet across. We don't need a great deal of precision. The north side of it is dominated by a series of wooden platforms with a stairwell and then another platform on and on up until the about 80 feet up that it takes to reach the the bottom of the bailey.
1: Very... Um, national treasure.
0: Very, very national treasury. The dead center of the room is a 15-foot-across well. It's just a hole in the ground that itself only goes down 20 feet, and next to it, on the south side of that hole, is the statue of Branimir Vuk. It is headless still, because Herman is still upstairs, but uh, you know who this is because you saw the shadow person's face back in the cave, you know that this is a statue of the shadow person. Um, and you now know his name.
1: It's not Herman, alas.
0: It's not Herman. I mean, it was a shot in the dark there.
1: Herman is much easier to pronounce than Vrenamir, so, you know.
0: So the rest of the room is filled with two brass braziers, which are providing light. Um, they're providing their... They're on fire, but they're being lit with a bright blue light. And they're burning, uh, despite being a blue light, they're actually cooler than you would expect. Some alchemical bullshit, doubtless. There are shelves and shelves of uh, alchemical devices and books and other reference material throughout the room, as well as bunches of tables just scattered throughout. It looks like the druids come down here and they like live down here for a day, basically doing stuff. And uh they're not they're pretty messy guys. It's almost as though they've been slowly moving the reliquary down here. <laughs> Other than that, this whole area looks like it's pretty complete. The, the, the walls of this entire cavern uh, are relatively uniform. They've all been tooled and it's thrown together with the stones and soil that they could find around. So there's a lot of irregularities, but there's no like obvious point of ingress, for example. Your money would be on the west side because that's where her house is. Yes. Uh, But you don't know. Gotcha. Now, Izzled and Impediment, you have filed in with the growing crowd that was kept, you know, outside the barrier and with a great deal of show. The the guy with the sort of Australian-British punk rock accent opened up the gates and let people flood in. Mm
2: -hmm. There are
0: flags all over now, just of different colors like almost like racing flags like for a festival or something. Ugh. Uh the risers have all been cleaned and set up. Uh there are no ladders. Uh there is a set of ladders down into the uh into the pit, but they are setting next to the to the pit at the lip, so that people can lower them down and pick them up. They're on opposite sides. Okay. These two ladders. Um and people are just chatting and filing in. Um While you're here inside of this crowd, what do you do?
2: Isol? do you want to stay nearby, or should we split up?
3: Well, I imagine that when the Greenbark gang is thrown into that pit, you're going to go down and join them.
2: Basically immediately,
3: yes. I would like to find somewhere where I can quietly, at the right time, try to disable the redstone fence or paling or guard or barrier that is keeping the monsters hedged in that will cause enough confusion. I hope to allow us to effect an escape.
2: Then probably, uh, you should not be, uh, hanging out near where I am before I jump in that way. When, you know, I cause a spectacle, they're not looking at you.
3: Right. I may in fact be in disguise when this when
2: Oh this right happens. you have the thing
0: I have a disguise spell now That's so weird So speaking of spectacle everyone is keeping their eye on you Reed
2: Yeah everyone
0: yeah. knows what you're here to do Yeah okay and No so... one is giving you getting in your way but each of the guards is like taking a moment to uh to to lock eyes with you. And I'm going so to size these... them
2: up right back.
0: Uh, if you do, do you want to uh, lo- size them up?
2: I would love to discern some realities here.
0: Uh, certainly. While you're preparing that roll, uh, I'd like to tell you basically what it is to it is that there are four of them patrolling the ring of the uh, actual pit. They're just sort of scattered along it. Okay. There appear to be another set of four total. That are doing the outer perimeter in sort of like big arcs. They're walking behind the set of risers. They're posted up two of them by the door, and then the other two are just kind of the, the other two of them are by the door, and two of them are just sort of walking behind the risers and walking on the, the front edge of the of the pit. Okay. So okay. how'd that go?
2: Uh just barely a success. Um so I only get to ask one question, and that question, of course, is going to be what here is weak or vulnerable
0: nice
2: other than isold i swear to god if you just answer isold
0: <laughs> are you focusing on the guards or are you trying to get a broader answer to that
2: um i'm think- i'm probably going broader and um probably thinking more towards things to exploit for getting my gang out alive
0: so there are 3 monster doors that the monsters are going to come out of mm-hmm. uh, and come into the pit. Now, you also know that that's where the direction that you're, the Greenbark gang is being held. So they're probably going to come out of one of those doors as well. Mm-hmm. But you notice of the three, door number three, the one that is on the very far right, it is the one that the, the guy was uh, holding his lantern out of when you guys busted in last night. Mm-hmm. You can tell that there's something wrong with its with its hinges. It looks like, honestly, that they, they've they been replaced with some sort of inferior metal. Wait. So you might be able to shatter the hinges that keep that door in place.
2: Oh. Did I see what's in that cage at all?
0: You can see that there is uh something... There's a lot of shifting inside of that cage, but there isn't enough light getting into it. Uh, the downside of these all being to the... Northwest, is that since you are in the afternoon, light isn't actually pouring into the cells. Curses. Yeah. And it's too bright out here for your, you know, day blind eyes to look into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Professor Isolde. Yes. Actually, rather, impediment. Hmm? Now that you know that, where do you want to sit?
2: I think I probably want to sit relatively near to... Uh, that vulnerable gate.
0: Uh, if you make your way to the front row of the risers, everyone will just get out of your way. Oh, yeah. A, you're seven feet tall, and B, everyone thinks you're gonna jump in. Well, yeah. Move aside and let the reed go through. Let the reed go through.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs)
0: What? What? Uh, you also see that, uh, Sir Anza is seated with, uh, actually she has- an axe on one hip and a sword on the other, and she is seated in the center of the middle set of risers over the middle door.
1: Oh, nice. that's right, Saraanzas said she would help
0: and Barker, in the exact same outfit you first met him in, the full bark armor, his uh steel hand axe, and being covered in throwing knives uh is actually leaning against the risers on the uh On door number one, the far left door.
2: Nice. Nice. Uh, Reed will probably grin at him and do one of those, like, high head nod things. Uh,
0: This becomes the opening of Return of the Jedi. Everybody just nods at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Izzled.
3: Yes. Where? What do you do? Distance myself from Reed and case the joint. I want to... Cast my eye upon the lay of the land and try to apply my tactical studies, such as they are.
0: You're going to try to uh, logically deduce your uh, discern realities. That's right. Let's let's do this. You're ca- you, you have an above average chance to get a ten because you've got a plus three now.
3: That's right. Counting the opposing forces and looking for their supply lines. Yeah, that's what I'm doing in this situation. Oh. Oh dear. Oh,
2: oh, it's well,
3: old. That is a failure. That is Mark a- Wait, XP. you actually f- failed. What did you I, roll? I rolled a 3. A 3 plus 3 is a 6. A 6. That's 6. Makes me, sure is. Makes me ch- uh Mark, Mark XP lift drink. Cheers. Mark XP lift
0: drink. I actually have a drink this time. Uh God, okay. So you are walking along and that is when Hey, oi. What do you think you're doing here? You go and sit in the audience like the rest of them. You'll get your chance. Me? Uh, Riku, the, uh, toughest of the, uh, guards, comes forward. He is in chitin armor, and he also has those same kind of metal bracers, iron bracers, that uh, Sir Anso wears. Uh, his outfit is actually not entirely different from hers, uh... What is very different is that he has, much like all of the guards here, those poleaxes designed for use inside the woods. Uh, and he is not brandishing at at you, but the way he's walking, you get this feeling that he is going to to kick the bottom of it right into your jaw if you don't do as he says. Aww. What do you do? I say, okay, I'll sit
3: down. I kind of wanted to stretch out and walk around, and say hi to my friends, but... All right, Riku.
0: Oi, you got friends here. Your friends are down there, and they're gonna be delicious. Oh, I'm friends with everyone, Riku. You could be my friend. Yeah. Yeah, maybe later, pal.
2: Not gonna bring up
0: Olaf? Tell me, where do you go to sit when you meander off to sit? Far away from Reed. Okay. Uh, does that mean you're gonna go for, like, the back of the risers of one of the riser sets?
3: Actually, uh, same row probably as Reed, but far away from her. Because I do want to be able, at some point, to try and get to the, uh, the red gemstone ring that surrounds this pit.
2: You could hide behind Barker.
0: <laughs> uh, so if you sit in the same row as Reed, you will be over the breakable door. And the. so here's the strange thing, since you've asked about that. The entire outside, the the side that doesn't have the risers of the doors, that whole loop of the arena, every two to three feet, there's a redstone just set in a ceramic plate on the ground. And, it, and by set, I mean, it's like, it's bound there. You couldn't kick them around or move them or anything. Um, it seems that the doors themselves have redstone facets on them so that the uh, monsters don't just tear down the doors. Ooh. And keep in mind, the doors are uh, lattices, so you can't actually see into them through little windows. The ring, if you're in the front row, is accessible to you, but only in by extension because you're next to one of the doors. But you're not certain how far that contagiousness distance is for the effect. Right. I guess, okay, we're going to do a little bit more outside, then we'll go inside. <laughs> So that uh, that tough guy Riku, he uh, just leaps into the ring with his little pole vaulting staff. He just hops down there, and it just goes, "Oi, ear ye, ear ye." We all know what we're here to do, but we want to see a few people mixing it up before the main event starts. So, as per our usual custom, we're gonna have Ritva and Otso Lokanen goin' us, uh, showin' us a. Uh, The fighting styles of our best fighting men and women here in the great town of harris (laughs) Uh Otso and Ritva both leap in. They are fully armored. These these people have mixtures of iron and brass armor with uh, chainmail, iron presumably, chainmail links, and highlights of steel. Ooh. They both leap in with those pole arms of theirs. That's some expensive gear. But also, gear. the moment that they do hop in, you notice that uh, the guards who are patrolling the edge have not just their staves, which they lay with their pole arms, which they lay down, but they also have bows and arrows, and they pull them out. Oh, really? And those two start a display of martial prowess. What do you do?
2: What do you mean a display of martial prowess? Are they fighting each it's, other?
0: They're fighting each other. They're they're dueling each other. It actually looks a lot like somebody's doing a, a, the pole arm equivalent of a of a tiger style fight. So they're practicing and they're doing an awful lot of acrobatics while they're at it. Well, that's and cute. the crowd is cheering and and people are 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 very focused on this. Clearly, like two of the best fighters that there are. Otso mm-hmm. is still very heavy-handed, he still has that that charge-in-and-fight mentality. In Ritva, his younger sister, is uh, lighter and quicker on her feet, so she's doing stupid, silly stuff, like leaping over him.
2: Yep. I'm impressed.
0: I like her. Let's recruit recruit her next.
2: She seems fun. Uh...
0: (sighs) (sighs) Professor Isolde, the crowd is definitely distracted, as are most of the guards. What do you do? It's not time yet. I'll bide my time. I want
3: the the maximal chaos will happen when when Reed and when her allies jump into the ring to help out the Green Bark Gang. I want all the I want all the pieces on the field first. So I'll try to try to look around at the crowd and uh, with an eye towards um, possibly looking for someone who would be the best person to disguise myself as if I needed to escape or cause a, cause further distraction.
0: Uh, you can easily s- look around. Oh god. Actually, I would like you to do a discern realities although I'm not going to give you the usual questions. What?
3: Right.
0: I will... Do I still get to use my logic? <laughs> Absolutely. Alright. Uh, I see that you rolled a nine. That's yes, with... much
2: better.
3: Yes.
0: So uh, Is that without any bonuses? That is without any bonuses. That puts me over the top to... know 10 plus i'm going to give you three observations then okay they're pretty quick though all right unbound is not here ronnie rin the order of weight banker is not here and the guards who should be uh patrolling the interior of the the fortress the poor saps who aren't allowed to watch the fight
3: yeah
0: have uh Their heads are poking over the top of the fence, and they're looking over it. So they must be on platforms or ladders or something, and so they are also watching the fight.
2: Oh, you mean, like, outside the...
0: I mean, like, protecting the barracks and the reliquary.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, You also note that Brother Arvo is watching from the audience, but the other two brothers aren't. All right. Kaya. Yes. Everyone downstairs grows suddenly a little worried because you can all hear the cheering of the crowd. It is echoing very faintly through the walls. Hmm. Down here with you are the two other brothers, Brother Venamo, three of Baron Nyland's guards, and Baron Nyland. Uh-huh. That is everyone who is down in this room. So a total of six people and you and your cat.
1: And Agnes.
0: So you are... You are under here, and you are hearing the echoing of the crowd in the walls ever so faintly. Everyone else is kind of put up their guards and is looking around, although Baron Nyland is just leaning against the statue, and <laughs> she has her back to uh, to the statue and is just looking at the walls from there as though she were using it as a combination place to look tough and cover. <laughs> uh, what do you do?
1: I am going to attempt to figure out where I can hear the sounds the loudest.
0: Uh, well, that sounds like you're attempting to discern realities and you're probably getting the help of your cat. Eww. Uh Give us a roll. I should do this thing. Whoa! That's beautiful. That I didn't even realize you could roll that high. Box well, cars.
2: with
1: Angus's help.
0: Love it. Uh, Could you say the grand total aloud?
1: That is a
2: 16.
0: (laughs) That is a 16. You get three questions from the discern realities list. Congratulations. What are you going to ask?
2: Rangers are dope. Nice.
0: Rangers are dope.
1: (sighs) What here is useful or valuable to me?
0: While Brother Venamo was going on about weird concoctions that you could use with your uh, catalyst... He mentioned something that he said he didn't think he had in stock. And you notice that on a table nearby, there is the red ochre that you would need to uh, to create the magic weapon concoction. So you actually, as long as you go to that table and grab it, uh, we'll have magic weapon available as well as a spell.
1: That's fantastic. This is what happens when you roll 16.
0: Uh, okay. what, what's your next question?
1: What here is not what it appears to be.
0: The Western Wall has been altered slightly. You notice that it actually does have a pattern to it. And that is that there is a, a set of cracks uh, and, and abnormalities in the wall that continue to the west. So it's almost as though uh, there is a softer stone area uh, of the, the motte and the ground right at the base where the cavern of the motte meets the ground.
1: Mm -hmm. And what should I be on the lookout
0: for? From that area with the cracks, a yellow gas is beginning to pour out. What do you do?
1: Um, I will walk over and grab the ochre so I can empower my weapon and... Mm -hmm point to the west wall and be like, anybody else see that gas? I think that there's something coming out from that. And not get close to the gas.
0: (laughs) Upon seeing that, uh, there two of Nyland's guards are pretty close by to it and they begin to back away and they take up positions sort of flanking the, the well, the hole down to the well and have ducked down to sort of keep a glimpse on it Baron Nyland, seeing the gas is clinging to the ground, uh, it's not rising particularly quickly, has begun walking over to the stairs. Meanwhile, the brothers, all three of the brothers and the remaining guard, have just sort of moved to the far east wall, uh, putting as much sort of objects between them and the wall as possible.
1: Seriously, you guys. This it's is not the, great. This is the force Kong, <laughs> Oh,
0: goodness. Um... Izzled and impediment. Yes. The martial display is complete. The two Laucanon siblings shake hands in the middle, uh, apparently say some sort of uh, crude jokes to one another because they just start laughing, and uh, and, uh, climb up towards uh, the direction that Barker is in, so just past door number one, where there's a ladder waiting for them, but they don't wait for the ladder. They just pull Vault over to the top. That's cute. What do you do? Hmm. Waiting is still a valid answer.
2: Hmm. I mean, I think Reed's probably straining to listen over the sounds of the crowd for any sound of her gang. Um.
0: Give me. That's going to require sort of the the concentration and willpower to listen over the crowd. So it's less even. Uh. I would like you to give me a defy danger whiz hmm. to try to penetrate that noise.
2: That is an eight.
0: Okay. You know. Where your family is. During this display, they've been moved into the central door. So they are they are b- below the central set of uh, risers.
2: Okay.
0: And are being prepared to be let out. You also know that something is moving directly beneath you, but you do not know what.
3: Mm.
2: Do I want to let it out first?
0: Riku leaps into the ring with a with a laugh yeah. of showmanship. Oh, it wasn't that great, ladies and gentlemen of Harris Riker and everybody cheers again. Yeah. 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 This is the kind of good fun you all came here to see. Brother against sister, everybody coming out of it fine. And he does like a thumbs down sound and some people in the audience start to boo.
2: Reed is rolling her eyes.
0: That's right. It's time for the, and he shakes his hand at the uh, main event. God. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the worst. And as he's speaking, he's actually setting down little brass knives, brass daggers. He lays down five of them on the ground as he speaks. I have to go to my notes because I need to know everyone's name. Uh, Correction, he sets down four. Yeah, Shim's not in there. Shim's not in there. Uh, the worst, the dodgiest, the most sinister creatures the forest ever produced. I bring you slander, rain adder, pedal eater, and rake, the pathetic and miserable, he's looking right at you, Greenbark.
2: Oh, that's quite enough. What'd you say? Reed does say that quite loudly. That is quite enough.
0: Oi, did I say we needed hecklers in this audience? Anybody gonna tell her to shut up? What's a good show
2: without some hecklers? Dumbass.
0: You hear the person the furthest from you, the one at the far side (laughs) of the most distant riser just goes, Oi, shut up! And then, like, ducks his head down.
2: I just look over the crowd right at him before he ducks and, and, and point at my eyes and point at him. I do that thing. I see
0: you. He, he 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 hides his head behind the next guy in the audience. That guy <laughs> sees it and like, now you're just getting two guys who are shifting their heads wildly.
2: <laughs> Reed can't help but laugh at that.
0: Oh, as I said, everybody give us a hand for The Green Bark Gang. And uh everybody starts to applaud and the center door opens. And out skulks your family. <sighs>
2: It seems you don't have a complete set, and I mean, really, you think you're gonna get a good fight with those little knives?
0: Oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a doozy. Trust me. Hmm. The men at the uh, edge, the four guards who have uh, been standing there, and they've got like seemingly old pack of supplies next to them because mm-hmm. they've got their their pull arm and they've got their bow and arrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they toss out these little, I would say basketball-sized plant material. Like, it's lettuce. It looks like they're throwing heads of lettuce oh, down shit. into the ring. And it's the moment they hit the ground, they unfurl. And you can see that thorn whip, thorn swipe vine plants. There are four of them now inside of the arena. And they're just, they've got those tendrils that come out and just sort of probe around them as though they were kind of sniffing the air. And each of them is slowly sort of tracking towards each, me- each of the members of the Greenbark gang. Now, mind you, they're not mobile, but yeah. they're they're reaching out with those arms. All right, kids. You but you didn't come here to see me versus them, though that would be a good old time, wouldn't it? Some some people kind of clap. Like, that was a little weird. And then he, uh, he's like, ah, fine, fuck it. And he runs off and pull vaults up to the end.
2: Open the last door! And that's when Reed's gonna jump down and probably start a defend action on her gang?
0: I want you to narrate, I want you to roll the defend action.
2: Yeah, we'll see how terribly this goes.
0: Yeah, let, let me only let see that. This is going to get weird, because things are going to happen all at once.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's like, I mean, she's half expecting her gang to stab her in the back as, she, as soon as she's down there. Um, That's a nine.
0: So you've got to hold one. Okay. Let me uh, read the defend action so that the audience knows what's going on. When you stand in defense of a person, item, or location under attack, roll plus con, on a 10 plus, hold 3, on a 7 through 9, hold 1. So long as you stand in defense when you you or the thing you defend is attacked, you may spend hold 1 for 1 to choose an option. Redirect an attack from the thing you defend to yourself. Have the attack's effect or damage. Open up the attacker to an ally, giving that ally a plus 1 forward against the attacker or deal damage to the attack or- attacker equal to your level. Now, what is the target of your defense? Is it just the gang kind of as a whole? I think so. Okay. So you begin to leap in, and as you do so, and this is not going to interrupt your defend action, the gate that you are over swings forward and up and open. So now, rather than going straight down, there's essentially a, a ramp in front of you. That's exciting. How do you want to overcome it in your path down?
2: I mean, probably vaulting into a roll.
0: That's good. Probably. That's a good way to do it. Could you give me a Defy Danger Dex in that case?
2: Caused by movement?
0: Caused by movement, yes.
2: Yeah. Also, is it showy enough to uh, be in the pursuit of glory? Let's see how bad this
0: goes. Absolutely.
2: That is a total of 13, and the 8 is higher than the 6.
0: Alright, so you uh, leap over the gate, and the tongue that lashed out at you strikes the ground at your feet and pulls back immediately. Well,
2: that tells me what was in that cage.
0: You know exactly what is in that cage, as you can see it now and clearly. A full-grown, fully operational verdwood sapling. It stands, as soon as it gets its its canopy to stop from rubbing up against the case uh, that it's inside of, it will be 15 feet tall. It's got six crab-like legs, but they're made out of interlocking roots from the roots of a large tree. And it has two bark constructed crab claws on the front. Big, big old strong ones. It's got uh, its trunk, though, is sculpted into the image of what appears to be a a young boy. And like all saplings, that boy has its hands covering its face and right down the middle of that little boy carved into the trunk of the tree, there's a, a split, which you see close up when the tongue rolls back into its mouth. Gross. It is Silent as the grave, except for the shifting of its canopy against the roof.
2: Well, that's a little different. Usually they're noisier when they're gonna eat ya.
0: Izzled? Yes? Y- your friend has leapt into the fray, and a organ that you have never seen, because I do not believe you have encountered a sapling, a whole sapling in the wild before. Don't think so. Uh, launched out and did the signature move, essentially, of saplings, which is to launch out a tongue and then envelop people into their mouths. It attacked your friend. Yeah. Well... What do you do? Making
3: sure that the, um, the necklace is properly stowed in my alchemist's bag and probably, I hope, insulated from the oncoming, um, purple infection that destroys red stones. Uh, while everyone's watching, I'm going to deftly, quickly apply the drop of uh, purple redstone destroying or dissolving uh, solvent to the closest uh, part of the uh, the barrier that surrounds the arena.
0: Would you please give me a defy danger int? Will do.
2: I'm so nervous right now. I'm sweating so much. Oh, oh no. God.
0: Oh,
3: oh,
2: God. Sweet
0: Seriously? Moses.
2: Is this cult. lift drink. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, that's going to be a oh. six total. That is not what I expected. Oh,
2: no.
1: Okay,
0: uh, it's going to go full tits up. Are you guys ready for full tits up? Ready oh, for it. Oh, God. Okay, so you touch the uh, the contagion to one of the the red stones. It drips onto there. And just as you expected, about five seconds later, two adjacent ones turn purple.
2: Oh, my this God. This could be
0: fine. Maybe that's going to be enough for something to get loose. And then you just see another, like, five in each direction turn purple. All right, running. <laughs> then you see that this is
2: gonna be a big bang
0: all of the rocks on the gates have turned purple
2: (laughs) oh fuck me
0: and then you see that it does the whole ring the audience has gone silent when they see this because everyone has noticed it oops (laughs) but they haven't noticed you nobody knows where it started but they all noticed that suddenly the redstone arena is purple
2: um, would it be, a lore or that gear to have, a uh, primed Shimshackle with our, uh, plan and maybe- I- I don't know whether we would have wanted him to be set to maybe start taking out guards while everyone's distracted.
0: So you don't- you don't have to worry about what you might have done in the past. Let's- let's use your reveal knowledge to reveal what Shimshackle's perfect plan is right now.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: What is the thing you most want Simshackle to, to have been prepped to do, to, to be doing right to now? To find an escape route.
2: I, yeah, I'm really torn between escape route, which I feel like is really super up his alley. He's a, he, he and I were runners, getting in and out of places fast is what we do. Mhm. But I'm also made really nervous by how many guards are still up here, with the friggin' arrows.
0: Is it Operation Escape Route time?
2: I think, I think Shimshackle is prepping the escape for the rest of the gang, where Izold and I are basically the distraction and defense.
0: So you, you hear the sizzling that you expected to hear from what Shimshackle said, because Shimshackle said that, boy, I, I sure am interested in that, that thing that Barker did, where, where all of the, all of the tree things that he attacked with those knives just kind of withered away. And so you hear that withering sound, that sound of the water being sucked out of something and the crackling of wood. Oh, and three of the posts from the wall that is next to Scarlet's house just sort of slowly implode in, but it's quiet enough that only because you were expecting it do you see that there is now an opening at the back of the uh of the arena space, so they still have to get out of the arena itself, That's which is about to become very, very hard, but there, there's another exit and nobody's looking at it.
2: Alright, awesome.
0: Now, the trouble starts.
2: Yeah, this is gonna be bad. Sorry, guys. How big a thing can gear be?
0: Uh, It's gotta be something that could reasonably fit within your backpack. Oh, fuck me. Rope ladder. Uh, But it can also, remember, uh, it's, it's mundane things, but keep in mind that there's what I would describe as casual alchemy inside of this world, like the thing that the signet ring signature that was done earlier and the existence of Amber Torch flies.
2: What about slap leather, or snap leather, or whatever you call it?
0: Snap leather is totally a thing that you could have available. Thank you, readers of my novel. Mm-hmm. Hooray. If you wanted the slap leather strap, you could have one. However, the world's going to kind of progress before you can extract that gear.
2: Um, I'll think for a moment. Well, shit happens.
0: Okay. So we're going to leave you guys frozen in sort of the terror of seeing this stuff going all around with one additional observation. When the uh, the sapling was coming out the gate, it was shying away from the gate itself for this gate has redstone on it. Um, As soon as it turns mm-hmm. purple, it's not bothered anymore. And it just rushes into the space. Oh, goody. It doesn't go slowly. It doesn't go carefully. It's now in there with you. You and all you good. and your gang, because That's you've great. decided to defend them, are essentially at the exact center of the space. They've gone, they grabbed their knives, they're all ready to go, and you're there ready to defend them. Kaya yes. That gas rushes and pours into the room. And uh you can see it shooting out those two guys who uh were standing closest to it and are next to the, the pit. They begin to cough. And wheeze, and they're they're as they're coughing, you can hear the pitch of their voice going up, as though there were helium uh, inside of that gas.
2: Oh shit! Oh, dear. oh shit! I know
0: what this is. Brother Venamo sees this as well, and so- shouts to me, everyone, to me. What do you do?
1: He sounds like he knows what this gas is. Uh, go to Brother Venamo. Uh,
0: please give me a defy danger int to react quick enough to get to Venamo in time. Okay.
1: That would be a
0: ten. You succeed with style. Yay. You're able to actually even help uh, one of the one of the guards come with you. So now only one of them is going to be left outside. Uh, Baron Nyland gets to you quick enough, and the two brothers and the other guard are also uh, there in time for Brother Venamo grabs this this silver-looking disc and slaps a green bandage onto it and you're enveloped in essentially a ring of wind. And now you can see that this yellow gas as it rushes into the room is just forming a column around you guys that you can't see out of very well, but you're also not breathing toxic gas. And you can hear the other soldier who is in the room coughing ever more violently.
1: That's... sucky.
0: And you hear rocks move away, and shatter as... as It's not an explosion. It's as though you're hearing rocks fall.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: What do you do? Here they come.
1: Did you say Baron Nyland is in the thing with me, or is she still over by the stairs? Uh,
0: she's a, she's in the thing with you. She dashed over and got in there with you.
1: Okay. Um, well, we're kind of obvious, but not obvious. I... They'll be able to tell exactly where we are, but not who and how many. I'm going to use that sap stuff that I found, the pa- paste that I found, to go ahead and, and power up my weapon, because that's going to take an action.
0: Give me a cast a spell move. That's going to be a roll plus whiz. And no, your cat cannot help with this. I- <laughs> I
1: didn't think that the cat knew how to be a good little cultist cat. (laughs) Although now, I kind of want him to be. That would be another tenth. Uh,
0: So when you're done with this, you actually still have enough material to do it again, uh, if you so wish. Tell me, you have this bladed fife. You have this red ochre clay. What does it look like when you apply that to whichever weapon you're applying it to? What piece of magic pizzazz do you do?
1: Mmm. I think I have to nick my thumb, cause it's brother Venamo and a bladed fife. There's gotta be blood going on here. <laughs> so, so I nick my thumb and blood runs down the um, the the p- fife and kind of follows the the various little holes. And drops one drop of blood onto the red ochre, which then flashes a sullen red for just a moment. And then it is empowered and I slap it onto my bow.
0: Alright, so you slap it onto the body of the bow and now your your arrows are going to be doing more damage? Yep. Alright, That's 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 good. Because now you can hear movement out there. You can't see anything still. But you hear the skittering of little feet. To you, a, a human from Earthland, uh, it sounds like the irregular movement of dogs, or maybe hyenas or something. But you're not hearing any calls from them. But there's something definitely moving through the room beyond this now opaque yellow cylinder that you're in. Okay, we gotta do something about the
1: opaque yellow cylinder.
0: Uh, did you say that out loud? Yes. It it will um, dissipate on its own. Um, I can dismiss it now, but the gas is not gone yet.
1: Yes, well, the gas is the thing we need to get rid of. You think the gas will dissipate on its own. How quickly? We're going to get surrounded.
0: It is going up to the top. Uh, depending on how much they released into the room, uh, I can't really tell. Now you hear something. Something brays. Like a... Like the raptors from the Jurassic Park film, just an
2: ooh, ooh uh,
0: from the edges of the cloud, and you hear a return from the opposite side, so you know that your cylinder is surrounded by at least two somethings. Lovely. What do you do?
1: I will get my back to Baron Nyland and point myself and my bow at, as best I can at one of the sounds. And prepare to fire the moment I can see something.
0: Cut back to the arena. Oh, dear. There is a deafening boom, as all of them go at once. Yep. Yeah. Would everyone please give me a... You moved away from it, right, Isolde? You you bolted, I think you said. Yep.
3: Uh, running away.
2: <laughs> there is
0: no place to go, Reed. Yeah, I know. All you can do is endure this. Give me a defy danger con.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, what kind of explosion is this? Is this mostly light? Is this mostly heat? Is it force as well?
0: It is sound. So it is actually really what kills people in explosions. Yeah. Fluid pressure waves.
2: Oh, shit. There is jack all. There is jack all I can do for my gang for that. If it was if there was a blinding effect, I was gonna uh toss my cape to some of them, Mm. to protect their
0: eyes, but I mean, you could huddle over them and try to deflect it like you could have seen that coming
2: yeah, sure i'll uh you can I use my defense hold on it
0: a- absolutely, you can redirect the attack to yourself using your defense hold
2: oh fuck me, that's gonna suck
0: uh that's gonna change the die that you're gonna roll, but
2: yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do.
0: Give me a defy danger con.
2: Okay. Let's see if I can soak this stuff. That is That is a six. no bueno. That is no good. I am marking uh, XP.
0: Yep. Mark <laughs> your XP. And lifting that drink. <laughs> That's real bad.
2: Oh boy. I'm so glad I have so many hit points.
0: Please roll 2d8. You will you will take the best of the 2d8.
2: So I will be taking the 7? Correct. Okay.
0: Uh, you are shaken to your core. You can feel like your belly roll over, and you feel a-, a desire to like vomit, but you hold it back because your impediment read, damn it. And when your hearing comes back, what you hear is screaming because many people are down. Izzled? Yes. There are many injured people in the front rows of the audiences, and many people are jumping off the backs of the risers. On the plus side, All four archers are down.
2: Can I make a suggestion to Isolde, perhaps?
0: I mean, you're deaf right now.
2: I meant out of character.
0: Yes.
2: So you got this lore that we seemed to use to... I used it for Shimshackle to have a perfect plan for uh, getting an escape route set up. Do you want to use your lore to have our our allies that we know are helping us not have been immediately in to have them know what the purple
3: stones are gonna do. Oh, right. They they didn't jump down with you? Oh, man. They must have been in the front. They hadn't yet.
2: They hadn't yet. I think they hesitated.
3: Well... I guess it sucks to be them. No, that's not true.
2: All right, saving that lore for something else. I think I want to save that. L- well, that's the thing. I, it's totally fair. We don't know how much more south this is going to go yet.
3: Right, and I don't want the blowback of the
2: of of them knowing of
3: them knowing of like what that's the hell just fair. happened. I'm
2: kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of fine with that. I I was a little torn. That is, you know, what that I, is fair. I
3: will do though. Is I will go find uh. Barker and try to, um, who did who we convince to work alongside us? Barker and Arvo?
0: Barker and Sir Anza. Anza? All right. I'm going to fix up Anza. Yeah. Uh, so Anza is in the middle of the center riser and she's actually, uh, currently applying, she's grabbing people who are injured and tossing them over the back of the risers.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, she's hurt. But she's not crippled in any way, because she's a tough broad who came here in armor. Barker, on the other hand, is, uh, he was already a little ways away from the pit, like, clearly prepping himself to jump in at the right moment, dramatically. Oh. <laughs> and so he's, uh, a little hurt, but not very much. He seems to mostly be trying to get his head clear, because he's He's, he's like, tapping the sides of his ears, trying to get uh, sound to happen again.
3: I will assist with the, the rescue efforts.
0: In the rescue efforts, where do you try to take people to? Are you also just kind of tossing them off the back of the risers so they can use the risers as cover? Or do you have a smarter, crazier plan? Well, I'm going to
3: try and get uninjured people to help carry the injured
0: out of the stadium. Can you give me a defy danger charisma? Yes. No. Jesus Christ!
1: Seriously, you and the threes. Uh, first
0: of all, mark XP. I have. This is the third time I've rolled three this evening. Okay. Okay. The 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 worst thing has happened though. Oh no! Ritva Lockhannon sees you trying to direct people, and she shouts, "You did this! It was you!" I saw you and people start backing away from you and Ritva has uh that polearm out and she is charging
3: you. What do you do? If for a penny it for the pound, uh, I am dashing into
0: the uh the arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is perfect timing. All right, you uh give me a no, actually, because of how bad this is about to go, you're you don't need it to fight danger. You just leap out of the way. It's fine. You jump down. She's behind you, but she doesn't jump in after you because everyone who is in the arena hears a terrible creaking noise and you see cracks forming in the bottom of the arena. Oh, fuck me. And the, uh, the sapling, like, you just see it take all of its roots and just slam them into the ground and its claws, it slams into the ground and it just hunkers down. Oh, good. And that's when the holes start appearing in the ground. Yeah. As parts of it fall away into the cavern below.
2: I'm gonna maybe start gesturing for my gang to maybe start trying to climb the closed gates up. Sorry, probably only one of
0: them's closed. I thought we had a back escape route. Uh you do. You have a back escape route if they can get out of the pit. Oh, okay.
2: Uh god. Uh
0: Okay, do you wanna do anything with the uh four members of your gang that are here in the pit with you? With uh, a monster, four swipe vines, and increasingly number of holes in the ground?
2: I could try and discern some realities, actually.
0: Okay, give me a discern realities. Let's see how poorly this goes.
2: That is an eight. I'll ask for the weak or vulnerable thing again. That that seems tactical.
0: Uh, What is here is weak or vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Um, it's old. Uh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> God, what's the best way to to say this? The sapling, as long as it's braced like this, is defenseless. You can't kill it in a blow, but uh, you won't be using the hack and slash move. You'll just be dealing directly damage to it. Oh, wow. If you decide to go for that. Meanwhile, your gang is running away from the sapling, away from that side of it, which actually puts them running towards where Izold is.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: they are... Uh, doing their best to avoid thorn swipe Uh vines, as they're going to try to climb up the walls and get away from what appears to be certain death. Yep. One of them... uh, Could somebody roll a 1d4? Anyone can roll a 1d4.
2: I rolled a three.
0: Petal Eater, small with her, her freckled skin and her bright red hair, and that weird purple tinge to her lips, which earned her her name is grabbed by the leg by one of the thorn swipe vines, and has begun to be dragged towards it.
3: Magic Missile. I've done this before. <laughs> magic
0: Missile's a good answer. Give me a cast a spell. Uh, hope I don't mess this one up. Boom. Boom. Uh, what is the damage on Magic Missile? It is... 2d4. Roll your 2d4. In fact,
3: I got high enough, I could try and empower the spell, and choose a secondary target. Oh, you totally could. Or maximize. What do you
0: want to be the second target?
3: Or maximize the damage. But then I'd have to, I'd have to pick something from the the seven to nine thing, and I, I think I do, I will want to, I will want to preserve my my magic missile for for later use. So, yeah, I'm not gonna empower this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw out, throw out some normal damage on this one target to save, to save the cute, the cute green bark gang member. Boom. Seven damage.
0: Uh, the uh, the thorn swipe vine explodes, and uh, that sulfurous yellow chemical that you place onto it, like, spreads across its body, and basically the whole thing turns into this yellow ash and then just sort of evaporates. Just completely obliterated.
2: Christ, you're terrifying. Yeah!
0: Hey, bud. Thanks, Petal Eater says, as she scrambles back to her feet and starts running towards the wall. Cut back to Kaya. Oh. Kaya, you hear one of those barks come from behind you. For a brief moment, you're distracted, but you had set yourself. You knew where that first bark came from. And that's when it leaps through the uh, the gas right in front of you. What do you do?
1: Fire. I was ready for you. Uh,
0: give me a volley action.
1: I get a nine.
0: All right. You have your choice. Um, You're going to deal your damage, but in addition to that, you have to either one of the three. You have to move to get your shot, placing you in danger, or in, in a danger of the GM's choice. You have to take what you can get, minus 1d6 damage, or you have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. I will move. You will move. All right, uh, roll your damage. I roll an eight. Boom, huge hit. It's launching right at you its claws are out its mouth is open it is this large blood hunter tegu it has a frill around its neck that has come out that almost looks like a toothless's little tentacles that he's got on the side of his face those pop out into a frill but you shoot him right down the throat but he's still toppling at you and you have to dive out of the way which takes you outside of the cylinder of gas Give me a defy danger con to not breathe in.
1: That would be a seven.
0: All right. So you you dive out of the cloud, but your eyes sting. You have a minus one forward to your next uh move, which requires vision. So you're just gonna have a minus one to your next roll as you uh get this stinging gas out of your eyes. Okay. You do, Am however, past
1: the gas now. Am I past the gas? Like, had it all collected, and now I can see... When I can see, I will be able to see the rest of the room.
0: Correct. And you can see the, the blurred shapes inside of the rest of the room. You can tell over by where that other guard was, coughing, and you no longer hear the coughing, that there are two humanoid figures inside of the room, um, as well as being able to hear a few more coming down uh, down the hall, the, the tunnel that uh, leads into the room.
1: Okay, so I'm going to call out that um, the gas is collected. You can get out if you protect your eyes and your mouth. Get out to get where you can see and do whatever I need to do to get... I'm going to...
0: I'm going to interrupt you for a moment. There are three more Blood Hunter Tegu in the room. You have not located them, though.
1: Right. Um, I'm going to just kind of do a shoulder roll... While I am trying to get that stinging out of my eyes, just so that I'm moving. This isn't, this is my, I can't really see what I'm doing move to get it out of my eyes. Because I don't want to have to try to take an action with stuff in my eyes.
0: Give me a defy danger dex. That would be a 12. 12's good. So that shoulder roll, you hear another of the tegu fly over your head and just miss you. If you hadn't ducked, he would have taken your head clean off. With his giant biting teeth.
1: Yay. Are my eyes clear now?
0: Uh, your eyes are now clear. So you can see the two humanoid figures that you saw are Olaf, who is wearing, looks like Croxivore leather armor and carries a, uh, a sword and dagger combination, which he has out, and Scarlet Redstone who wears an elaborate-looking redstone necklace, very different from the one that you were handed by Baron Nyland. Mm -hmm. It looks like it actually has several stones set into metal plates on it. In addition, in her hand is a thorn swipe vine, and in her other hand is an unknown tube. Oh, no. Boss fight.
1: Da-da-da.
3: But I really want to hit that necklace.
1: Um...
0: You could wrestle her for it. Yeah, if you if you got into mêlée combat, you could wrestle her for it through a series of defy dangers. <laughs> uh, she's not close. You guys are on sort of the far side of the room and she's uh near the well itself. What do you do?
3: <laughs> you could yell, "Thanks for the tip, Olaf." and try to try to try to get her to kill him for us. <laughs>
2: Oh that's nasty.
3: <laughs>
2: oh that's super nasty.
3: <laughs>
2: Wait.
1: They came in and and they couldn't see anybody. So for one action, they don't know.
0: They don't know what?
1: That I'm against them.
0: Uh it's true. You you've not been able they they can't see everyone else. They don't know which side you're on.
1: They don't know. Um so I am going to um gesture at the gas and be like what's up with that and run towards them like "Give seriously you guys what is what why Why on earth are you doing this to me i acted in good faith
0: that sounds like a bluff to me please give me a defy danger cha
1: does my kitty cat get to run with me
0: uh performance is not going to help you here
1: (laughs) no it's really not it's really not okay I rolled boxcars. Box box I get it pretty on good. my
2: defy danger cha. Of all the times you needed to cha, you did it. Yeah. I cha so hard.
0: <laughs> so you are a man on the inside. I was expecting someone more impressive. Olaf, be a dear and get this lady a pill. Scarlet still moves away from you. She isn't fully trusting of you, but she isn't attacking you with either of the implements in her hands. Olaf sheathes his knife, uh, and, uh, pulls out a, a, a gross looking, like, stone made of some brown material and hair, because pills in the past suck. It's a Bezoar! Yes, it sure is. No.
1: Oh, Lord, please don't let it actually be a Bezoar, those are gross.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, hey, uh, Kaya, uh, Miss Miss Wellsmythe uh, I've heard of you i didn't I didn't expect to see you here 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 you go you're gonna want to take this and the gas won't affect you
1: oh thanks you know
0: so you you go to take it from him
1: uh yeah I'm gonna take it from him and in in, in take it in, in gulping down the pill i'll I'll pull out like my my water bottle thing or my it's not, I guess it's a horn to down this monstrosity. I'll just kind of lean against the wall, backed up a little bit.
0: I mean, you don't have, like, all that much time.
2: Are you trying to get behind them? Yes. Just, you know, like, casually.
1: Yeah, fly casual.
0: (laughs) As you're flying casually, everyone out, the, uh, two guards that are in there, as well as Baron Nyland, leap out of the gas. And Excellent. S- Nyland sees Scarlet and sees uh, you beside her and shouts, uh, points to Olaf and says, Kaya, drop him, as okay. they all rush towards Scarlet. I will drop him. Uh, with what? You just said you put your weapons away.
1: I did not say that.
0: Okay, how many hands do you have for pulling out a horn and downing a pill?
1: Um, I have two hands. But my um, my bow is just over my shoulder. Like, so it's a bow and it's strung, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of put the hand that's holding the bow. I just grab the pill with that. Um, and just the bow is just like on my arm. So all I have to do is just shake it,
2: grab it.
0: Shake it, bowl. knock it.
2: I'm just going to drop the other things. Well, I mean, she's she's like Legolas. She's a ranger.
0: She's Legolas. She's a ranger. You're still close enough to him, and he's got his sword out still instead of his dagger. So could you give me a defy danger dex as he just sort of uh, just wildly swings at you as in, in surprise and betrayal? Arrow punch. Surprise and betrayal?
1: Neck. Oh, well, I roll a seven. If only my cat was here to distract him.
0: Uh, You lose an ammo. Because he knocks your first arrow out of your out of your knocking as you're trying okay. to load it. So you lose okay. one ammo, which I bet you okay. only have like three total? She
1: might have more. I don't know. Yes, I chose the additional bundle of arrows.
0: Okay, so, so you're okay, down to five. So
1: I have, I'm down to five. Uh, four.
0: It doesn't expend ammo to do volley.
1: Right. Oh, so I have five.
0: Uh, So roll your damage, your 1d8 against uh, against this man.
1: I roll a seven. Big hit. I don't know if this is a thing, but mm-hmm. I would prefer to do like knock him out type damage.
0: Tell me where you're shooting him. What you've you've eliminated his hit points and you're not able to you're not Roy Rogers, so you're not going to knock this guy unconscious and uninjured. What do you do to take him out of the fight?
1: Does he have a helmet on?
0: Uh sure it doesn't.
1: Uh shoot him in the shoulder. It's going to hurt him, but it's not going to it's going to incapacitate him,
0: but it's not going to All right, you're your arrow lances, so he he swiped up to knock that first arrow out of your hand and he swiped down to try to knock the the other one out as he's like approaching on you, but that just left his shoulder open and your shot goes in and actually dislocates his shoulder because it goes in between the bone of the arm and the bone of the shoulder and he his arm just locks up you see it just shoot out as he grabs the arrow and tumbles backwards. Uh, cursing and screaming and just kind of gibbering like somebody who's just got an arrow put in him. Just like. That's gruesome. Uh, you hear one of the soldiers that Baron uh, that was accompanying Baron Nyland scream and then fall suddenly silent and you see in that instant that the thorn swipe vine grabbed him by the neck and twisted it of its own accord and his neck snapped and he dropped to the ground. (sighs) Ugh. Okay, guys, back outside. Oh, jeez. Izzled? Yes? The ground around you is starting to open up. You're still near to the edge, but the edge that you're at still has Ritva Lokenan standing, smirking, waiting for you to climb back out. What do you do? I'm going to pull that necklace out of my
3: uh, alchemist's pack. Mm -hmm. I hope it was shielded. Is it? (laughs) It
0: is. It's totally fine. Oh, good!
3: I put it on and just walk
0: carefully towards the um, the th- my friend Reed. Uh, give me a defy danger dex to avoid collapsing holes as the as everything is falling down into the cavern below. Oh boy! Yeah. So
3: I got a total of seven.
0: All right. Here is uh what you get. I'm gonna give you a, a devil's bargain. Uh-oh. You can see down into the cavern below as one of these holes opens up ahead of you. And you have yourself a choice. You can either find yourself completely isolated, such that you're on one of those uh, those supports that was stated uh, earlier when they described the, the structure of this place, that there are supports that are underneath it. Uh, but if that happens, you're going to have some trouble getting back to the edge again. Right. But it's about to get worse, because your other choice is... You can see a slimy, organic tube that goes down into the cavern below. And if you chose to jump onto that, you would safely land below and would not need to defy danger to avoid rocks falling or avoid tumbling to your death. It just looks like a perfect path down to the inside of the cavern.
2: Oh, dear.
3: I think I'll take that. Oh, God. (laughs)
0: okay you oh, god leap onto this and you being a a a an educated man know what this is the glow worms the ferric worms as they are called that populate commonly populate the iron wells these are from actually izzled sized to large dog sized glow worms huh. they travel through these shoots mm-hmm. and they dangle uh Uh, what are those called, snares from them to pick up whatever their prey is that is usually inside of the iron water. But this chute, you slide down it, and now you're covered in, like, mucus? Gross. Like, slippery mucus?
3: Gross, 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 gross. And you
0: tumble down to the ground below. But it's lit down here. These are glowworms, after all. But rather than the blue that they normally glow, these ones, of course, glow red. And they are clustered against the roof the rapidly collapsing roof, and several of them are starting to crawl up through the holes and climb out. Impediment. Some of your gang are attempting to scale the walls on the uh, the side where where Ritva Locannon is. Yeah. Um. It's pe- actually it's all of them. Fuck it. It's Petal Eater. It's Rake. It's uh, Slander and Rain Adder. Uh, Rain Adder on the other hand, though. They have two of the knives, and they're right below Ritva Low Cannon.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you do, Ritva? I'm I assume can see them.
0: Yes, Ritva is seeing them approach. Also, Izul just disappeared beneath the beneath the into the cavern.
2: Well, shit. Can I uh grab something from uh, either around me or from my adventuring gear to throw at Ritva? as in to attack but you know like throwing
0: rocks absolutely uh what weird thing do you think you've uh you've got to throw as a thrown weapon um
2: i i'm actually kind of imagining i'm throwing something that wasn't originally intended as a weapon um uh maybe like a a a jar of some kind uh something handy in it but oh well
0: uh spend in a, a use of adventuring gear and you fling a jar. The fuck do people keep in jars? Bees. Jars of bees.
3: Ointments
2: uh ointments. Lubricants. Uh, no, screw it. You
0: actually just threw a jar of jelly. You have jelly.
2: Mm delicious Preserves. jelly. It's mm. delicious. Oh, I'm
0: so sad I'll miss it. Give me a volley, but you are not allowed to take the uh spend ammo result.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Oh ouch, that's not even a partial.
0: Oh man, Christ.
2: Hopefully it's hopefully it at least distracts Ritva from my gang members right below their feet.
0: Uh Ritva is too busy laughing at the result of your move to attack immediately your gang that's members. Fair. Because you have you have pegged Rain Adder in the back of the head. Oh
2: no, no. And he is
0: dropped like a sack of potatoes.
2: Son of a whore, why do I ever try to throw things? <laughs> Reed does totally just scream that.
0: <laughs> We're going to cut back to Kaya.
2: Christ.
0: Kaya, All right. there yes. is one active guard inside of the space and there is one active friendly guard. There is Baron Nyland and there is Scarlet, who is warding both of them off with the extremely dangerous thorn swipe vine. She Excellent. twists With the hand that's still holding that bizarre tube, uh, she twists one of her red stones on her necklace, and you hear the trumpeting of the forest. Uh Interesting.
1: All right. So I succeeded, I think, in getting behind her.
0: Not anymore. There's. Not anymore. You had a lot of fighting and moving, and uh, she's very good at what she does.
1: I do not want to be standing right next to them. Let us. um, I'm going to. It's. She is the main enemy and we're going, it, it makes sense for us to not be standing in a cluster. Yeah. We, we weren't, we were coming from opposite directions. Yeah. So. Let's
0: say that you're like at a uh, 120 degree arc around her.
1: Okay. So she's having to divide her attention. Absolutely. Okay.
0: She is attempting uh, to back towards a wall.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to sidle slide over and get between her and that wall.
0: Okay, yeah. that tube bursts with a yellow light. Okay. And you know something is going to come at you. What do you do?
1: Put my head down and bull rush her. Get down low and go for the knees.
0: Uh, so are you trying to get to her before it goes off? Yeah. Uh, then give me a Defy Danger Int to react quickly enough.
1: I roll a five because Int is not my strong suit.
0: Please roll 2d8. Okay. I roll a 10. So this uh, ball, this sulfurous ball of yellow gas, mm-hmm. uh, it actually looks like yellow gelatin, shoots mm-hmm. out of it and gets mm-hmm. you square in the chest as you're charging and knocks you mm-hmm. flat on the ground dealing you 7 damage, which is reduced by your armor.
1: One armor worn one weight. Okay. So I don't, but it doesn't say what that does.
0: One armor is, is that's, that's what one armor. So you take six damage instead okay. of seven.
1: I will take I will take that damage.
0: But you are knocked flat. And you find yourself next to the corpse of that missing guard now. And you see that he too was hit by the same effect. And he's an empty husk as that yellow acid has burned through his armor and into his body. He is just an empty hole where a person used to be.
2: <sighs>
1: and you can
0: see it roiling on your chest. And it is starting to consume your armor. Okay. What do you do?
1: I'm going to roll back to where I started and grab that pill that I dropped.
0: Give me a Defy Danger Dex to try to get to it quick enough. I roll a seven. That's That'll do. You get to it in time to take it. Actually, no. I'll give you that choice. You get a Devil's Bargain. If you put that Bezoar into the acid... It will be neutralized and your armor will be saved. If, however, you take it and thrust it down your throat, you, uh, you will be immune to the damage from further attacks, but, uh, of, from that weapon, but you will, uh, you will have no armor anymore.
1: I will shove it down my throat.
0: Okay. So you, you can still take the impact. There's a forceful effect on that attack, but it won't deal damage to you. Yeah. Um
2: can't believe I hit my friend in the back.
0: God, I am bad at this. I can't believe it with either. With a jar of I'm jelly.
2: L- I'm,
3: losing faith. I'm losing faith in you, Reed. <laughs> well, it,
2: everyone knows that I'm a terrible shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> this happened before with Shimshackle, remember? I do remember.
0: <laughs> it's the worst. Kaya. Yes. From You are actually pretty close to the hole they came in by now, because you're on the western side where this poor sap got melted. Right. And you can see the four sap spiders rushing up the pit towards you. They're rushing mm-hmm. out of the catacombs beneath Harris Reka and they are headed right for you. What do you do? Okay.
1: So when I fell down and rolled around, did Scarlet's attention leave me as a no longer threat?
0: She is aware you're not going to get a cold shot on her unless you somehow leave the area and come back or throw a smoke bomb or do turn invisible or something. it, Or, for example, had her be tackled by the other character you control in the room. That's right. Who can die. I know. What do you do?
1: I have thingies coming at me. I will I will volley at them
0: All right, uh, to defend myself. You... you hunker down and launch a bunch of arrows at these uh, poor sap spiders. These poor mind-controlled sap spiders. You monster, you. Uh, Roll volley. Roll plus dex. I
1: roll a nine.
0: Uh, A nine is good. You have to choose one of the three costs to volley, which is either reduce damage, uh, get moved and put into danger, or uh, have to expend an ammo.
1: Okay, I will expend an ammo.
0: Okay. Uh, Roll your damage.
1: Oh, three.
0: Uh, You lance one of the four spiders right in the center, but it keeps moving. It's just carrying your arrow with it now. You took several shots, but they're hard things to shoot at. And Uh now the other three that weren't slowed down by that blow are firing those little spinnerets onto you, and you're being caught by those webs. Or they're shooting them at you. What do you do to avoid the spinnerets?
1: What do I do to avoid the spinnerets? Well, I've got a cloak. So I'm going to throw the cloak at them and run away. And I'm going to, at the same time, shout, death from above, at, which is Angus's signal to leap at the t- uh, top, to take a flying leap from his perch um, that he was on, uh, on the stairs. Which are close, and um, and land on top of Scarlet's head. Uh,
0: he's going to be leaping from uh, the stairs are kind of in the opposite side, so he's actually climbed up on this statue, but it's still fine. He's on the statue and leaps down at Scarlet, which is great. Uh, however, you need to give me a defy danger dex to do your cloak shenanigans.
1: Okay, let's try this
0: dex okay. thing again. Wow,
1: an eleven. An 11 for cloak shenanigans.
0: So you like whip that cloak off and you hear the th- 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 as the, these, these lances of sticky uh web fluid hit it. And then it is pulled away and out of your hand. Uh, but they are, they are dislodging themselves from this cloak as you speak. Give me a hack and slash for, uh, for
1: oh, Angus. 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 And I believe he gets his
0: ferocity unless I'm wrong.
1: He does. He has the ferocityness. Um I have not done a hack and slash before.
0: Uh, it's roll plus strength.
1: That would be a 10.
0: All right. Oh. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you get the best part of hack and slash. You can choose either to uh, essentially deal critical damage and deal a 1d6 extra damage, or you can choose to have Scarlet not deal damage back.
1: I choose to have Scarlet not deal damage
2: back so cautious so cautious
1: he's a kitty
2: no glory
1: <laughs> i'm yeah, heckling you
2: i'm heckling you pretty much
1: please pretty roll
0: much. 1d8 which is your damage yep i roll a 5 slightly above average angus leaps upon her and like lands like paws right to her chest and she rolls back and away with angus uh, as angus bites and claws on her and she managed to, to toss Angus off of her, but now she's she's against the wall and she's off balance. Uh, and Baron Nyland takes this opportunity to try to close the distance with her, and uh, this means that sh- her attention is actually occupied right now. Oh!
1: I shall now call the shot. I want to hit that necklace. And destroy it.
0: Give us a give us a cold shot, I guess. Technically torso or something, but whatever.
1: God help me if I fail and
0: actually
2: kill her because Nylon's gonna. Nylon will be so pissed.
0: A Boom. twelve. Very
2: nice. Uh,
0: very nice. I am
2: doing the happy
1: dance. The
0: uh the necklace is shot off as you slam a bolt right into her chest. Please give me a one d eight. Okay. That is a seven. And we did just cheat a bit about how the disarm works, but whatever. Uh, Let me uh, update her sheet. So you did seven damage. You actually did five damage. So now she's got an arrow in her and is clawed uh, all to heck and back. Uh, She takes that shot and uh, drops the thorn whip and her tube slips out of her hand. And she's just holding her hands up as though surrendering. But you see that when the tube hits the ground, it flashes again. And we cut to Impediment Reed and ah, Izzled outside.
1: Ah. Da,
2: da, 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 da.
3: You just defeated the boss. Maybe. Maybe the boss is going to do something
0: bad. Maybe,
2: maybe, maybe. Impediment.
0: Maybe. Rain Adder is down.
2: Rain Adder's down. Uh, I'm going to be... As soon as I notice that my trajectory of that throw is off, I'm going to be trying to get over to catch
0: whichever of my gang members it was I end up hitting. Um, Rake and Slander are climbing the wall um, and are, are pulling themselves up as we speak, as Ritva Cannon watches on. And uh, at this point, Petal Eater, who's running behind because she got caught in the leg... yeah. Uh, is catching up with the downed raid, Rain Adder. Give me a Defy Danger Dex just to get to them with all the stuff that's going on in this arena. This,
2: however, is not particularly glorious. However, it is a 10.
0: A 10 is good. You get there in plenty of time. You leap across these these widening gaps. You you suspect there are seconds left with there still being ground to speak of?
2: Um, I think... That the gear was probably a grappling hook. Okay. And I'm gonna get that to, uh... Rain Adder of the two probably looks like they've got the best arm.
0: Uh, Rain Adder's the unconscious one.
2: Yeah, probably Petal Eater then?
0: Petal Eater knows how to use a grappling hook. Yeah. She lives in the woods. Um... What do you expect her to do with that?
2: I point out that they probably don't want to climb up under the feet of one of Scarlet's men. Yep. And maybe want to use this to climb up on some other edge, any other edge.
0: <laughs> Alright, so she whistles. You guys have like perfect teamwork, you know each other really well. So she whistles, and Slander and Rake just drop off of the wall, and uh, each sort of come as she tosses the rope along the wall uh, to another location to climb up. Uh, mm-hmm. She actually tosses it towards the risers.
2: Yeah, that's kind of where I figured...
0: And uh, all of them are now scrambling and are going to swing across it, just as the last piece of usable ground up here is rippling away. Below you, there are interlocking nexuses of snares and tubes of the terrible glowworms, as those worms are also beginning to crawl up the walls and are also swarming down below. Izzelt. Yeah. Speaking of down below, that's where I am. They're starting to pay attention to you. You find yourself inside of a deep, uh, pit. And you can tell that down here, there's not just like cavern down here, but also sculptures and writings in that same weird language that you encountered at Fall Fallow Glade. Oh. But you can see one clear exit that has been tooled in some way. A platform with a, uh, brass ladder leading up to it will lead you you're guessing by your estimation up to the catacombs that you've already experienced, the caverns that were uh, beneath the manor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've come down a long way. Yeah, And uh, at your level you can just see countless little lava tubes basically going to god knows where. What do you do? Right.
3: Is this a good place to put in a lore to know where to go or which one will lead back to either back to the arena or where the uh, where, where Scarlet popped out?
0: Yes, you can get a lore to know where Scarlet would pop out. Okay, I'll explain that. So you know that up that ladder, you will rejoin the tunnels that you were in earlier, and somewhere down those tunnels, not even terribly far, you will get back to the uh, the stables, and if you went left instead of right out of the stables, you must have been going where into the Mott of Harris Reika. So you know how to get there. You know that there's at least three of those pump-handle doors between you and it, but you should be able to overcome those because they're just pump-handle doors. Right. You know? As long as it isn't just, you know, riddled with monsters. Oh, jeez. Don't say well, like that. Well, some
3: monsters will probably be repelled by this necklace that I have, and I'm not going uh, I'm not going to bargain that it's these glow worms so as much as i would love to stay and study and unravel some secrets i am going to go and see how baron
0: island scarlet and kaya are doing by going that way so you run off and you've got to climb up this like 20 foot ladder up to that that platform this ladder by the way interestingly does not look like a new addition it looks like it's old uh and carved into the side of this cliff cool. impediment you can see, because now there is no ground, per se. There's only ground right at the very rim of the arena, and even mm-hmm. that's starting to fall away. You are mm-hmm. beneath Ritva. You could swing away with the rest of your gang, but it would put them in a level of danger, because there's a lot of people on one rope. Mm-hmm. And you can see Izold climbing up that ladder far below, and the network of slimy tunnels that can lead down there. Um... What do you do?
2: Hmm. So my gang... Is all on the same
0: rope. <laughs> they are. This is getting silly and fast. Four oh, of them Christ. are on the same rope. And you can also uh, tell that Shimshackle is going to help them. He's he's dashing across the risers in their direction. Good. Good. Um. Oh, there is one last thing you should know.
2: I was going to ask, what's going on Uh, with...
0: Riser number three has turned into a smorgasbord for the, tree? the sapling. Yeah. There are parts of people that you can see scattered around, Yeah, and it's eaten at least one of them. That's...
2: Oh, fuck. I think that's where I'm going next.
0: Barker is flinging his daggers at it and is rushing across uh, the ground there. You don't see where Saranza is.
2: If it looks like Scarlet's henchmen are going to have trouble interfering with my gang, I am gonna go help Barker.
0: Uh, you hear Otso shout, Ritva, let them go! And he is also fighting the sapling. Yeah. So you're headed towards the sapling now? Yeah. How do you get there? I realize that we've got some pretty complicated geography going on here, but just give me a general sense of what you'd like to do in the coolest world.
2: How robust is this network of weird chitinous tubes that were under the floor
0: it's probably been quietly supporting part of the cavern for some time. Uh it's almost to the point of describing like uh if somebody tried to draw a neural network using the uh the the terrible caves from aliens where they've got that slime resin over everything.
2: Oh, that's great. Oh, that's wonderful. So I'm probably going to use those and I'm going to probably going to have to go really fast cuz they well, I mean, they might hold a lot of weight. It's hard to say.
0: Uh, it looks like where the rocks have hit them, they've ripped apart.
2: Yeah, so they're not going to hold much weight for very long. Uh, probably some combination of hopping between them and uh, maybe trying to strategically, like, cause one to f- want a pillar of one to fall at an angle, and then using my hook axe to hook onto something else. Just parkour, uh, kind of. Uh...
0: Give me a defy danger, dex parkour bullshit.
2: Yeah, uh, parkour's not quite right because I'm like I'm swinging off of things. You're Tarzan. I don't know what to call. Oh, well, I don't like that one.
0: Uh, I'm actually kind of going to the Disney animated Tarzan, so it's like sliding along the Gr- grinding, grinding the rails.
2: <laughs> and that is a twelve.
0: Uh, you you grind the rails all the way over across the entire arena. You pull vault. You you hook. You swing up. And now you are in mid-air, flying slow motion at the sapling. What do you do?
2: I'm gonna chop some bits off of it.
0: Uh, give me a very impressive, glorious uh, hack and slash.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm picturing a, a small-scale uh Shadow of the Colossus fight's about to start going on here for Reed.
0: Yeah, this is where it's going.
2: Okay. That is a ten.
0: That is a ten, and your d6 was higher. Oh no. What does that do?
2: When my D6 is higher, the GM will introduce a complication or danger that comes about due to my heedless pursuit of, in this case, fame and glory.
0: You leap forward and give out a great battle cry to get everyone's attention because you want everyone to see this incredible, dumb, dangerous thing that you've done. Yeah. And as your axe comes down, you, it turns to you. The sapling does. Its mouth still rippling open as a hand is coming out of it, struggling to escape. A hand with an iron bracer on it. Oh, that shit. That you recognize balls. so closely.
2: Oh, shit. Roll for balls. damage. I'm hitting the tree, not the hand. Right? You're hitting the
0: tree. That's correct.
2: Okay. Do I, do I get anything for rolling a 10? On a hack and slash? Uh, yes, that... you do.
0: You either get to do additional damage or not take a re- reciprocal damage.
2: Oh, I am I am doing extra damage. How much uh, Roll extra an additional how... 1d6. Okay. That is 10 damage.
0: That is 10 damage. So tell me, you're forceful and messy. Yeah. What do you do to this thing? You can move it someplace. You can lop something off that's reasonable in size.
2: Can I have actually hooked my axe into its mouth and am ripping it wider open?
0: Yes. It now has a Joker-style hideous smile as one side of its mouth cannot open as you've lodged the axe into it, and now you're just sort of, your axe is stuck. That is where your axe is now.
2: Oh yeah, I'll figure something out.
0: (laughs) Inside of it, Sir Anza is looking out, and you can see that there are other people's limbs back there inexplicably going down a throat into a body that there doesn't appear to be more body down there but saranza's upper torso is now exposed as she grips the side of one mouth while trying to reach for you isled you can you can't see any of this never mind i'm gonna go back to impediment impediment what do you do
2: uh i'm gonna try and grab her hand and try and pull her out i don't know what role that would be
0: this is gonna be two things in a row Okay. Uh, give me a Defy Danger Dex just to stay on, to rodeo this.
2: That seems fair. Do I get my crazy plus one?
0: Uh, you're not really moving.
2: Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's just a normal Defy Danger Dex. That is a nine.
0: That is a nine. Uh, do you have any adventure gear left?
2: I believe I have three adventure gear left.
0: Uh, it plummets into the abyss below. As while you're bucking around on this, your backpack is gone. All three. All right. Cool. It's it's that's it's done. All right. Uh, however, you grab her hand, and now it's time to pull her out. Give me a defy danger strength.
2: Ugh, it's not my best. It's a seven.
0: Uh, you are able to pull her out, but. If you do, she's not going to slip any further and you can delay and not take this thing that I'm about to say. Or you get to name what the gear is and it falls into. They kind of trade places as your additional bag slides down your uh, slides down your arm and slips down.
2: One of my sets of rations. So that's five rations gone.
0: Your five rations? Yeah. Actually hilariously. So you like pull her out and so now You've got one hand on your poleaxe as it's lodged in this tree. Your yeah. legs are braced against the tree to give you space. And mm-hmm. now swinging out over the abyss is Sir Ansa, who is just like, hand. In, you know, you're each holding each other's wrists.
2: I sure was hoping to have more rope at this point. I do say that down to her.
0: <laughs> Cut to yes. Izold, Izold. Uh, all but one of the doors was open. These pump handle redstone doors. The last one, the one that, that you can see the sort of, uh, well, you can hear the fight going on in the, uh, other room, uh, because you're, you're catching up just as the cat was bouncing in, let's say you can hear them, uh, in the other room as you're pumping open this door handle, uh, and so you're going to be joining them. Right as we cut to action inside the room, Kaya, Kaya. Yes. That tube is flashing the moment it impacts the ground. You know that that precedes its shooting. What do you do? Ugh. Jump on the grenade. You're mute. I, pl-
3: I had a plan that did not involve the tube. Um, You're mute to it.
1: Okay, they just broke in, so there's lots of rubble around.
0: There's rubble around, sure.
1: I'm going to grab a rock and shove it across the ground at the tube to knock it away from people.
0: Going to soccer kick it at it and pray for the best?
1: Yeah, or, or maybe just throw it. Like,
0: It's more of that there's no chance that you're going to reach down and grab a rock in the time that something falls at 9.8 meters per second towards the ground.
1: Right, so I soccer kick it.
0: So you, you soccer kick it at it. That'll be a, uh, give me a defy danger int to do that quick enough to have it not do what she intends.
1: Ah, uh, hey. a 10.
0: That'll do. Look at me rolling. Well, you uh kick the rock and it, it shoots across and hits the, uh, the tube, which then bounces from where you can tell it was aimed straight down that it now shoots straight up into the air and just impacts harmlessly against the ceiling. Yeah. Um and Scarlet just uh she's still got her hands up, she's still got that arrow in her chest. Um and she's no longer has that wry smile on her face.
2: Mm-hmm
0: But uh is looking and then just goes suddenly very pale. Izzled uh you rush into the room or enter the room however you please to see a standoff essentially where uh scarlet is against one wall of the room with her hands up and very badly injured a thorn swipe vine is just sort of writhing on the ground it's not a whole thing it's just one of the vines and uh you know a a, a cloud of yellow acid is sort of hovering 80 feet up in the air and Scarlet looks terrified of something, and it's none of the people pointing weapons at her. Stride in. Hello, everybody. The arena has fallen apart, and it seems that
3: Scarlet here has betrayed you, Baron Island. I'm going to go over to Scarlet. You hear a rumbling from above you. Oh, dear. And what's that? I wonder. My intent was to... My intent is to take her uh, necklace from her.
0: Uh, The necklace is on the ground.
3: Oh, it's on the ground? Well, then I'll just scoop that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, you notice that the necklace stones are black. Hmm, that's a bad sign. Kaya, you yes. hear a rumbling above you.
1: Um, and things just exploded above me.
0: Well, that was the acid shot that went up. Right. Correct. Okay.
1: There's a rumbling above me. I'm in the middle of a cavern. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna look up and see if I can discern what it is. The
0: head is rolling down the stairs.
1: Oh fuck me.
0: Oh, Herman, Herman, you're here.
1: That's, that's, that's beautiful.
2: not
0: good. It's just rolling. It's tumbling. Nothing is holding it. What do what you do?
2: What the
3: fuck? Well, Baron Neuland doesn't want to see the head reunited with the uh, with the statue here, right? But that's something that...
1: I didn't think the statue wanted to be reunited. So I'm very curious as to... Why it's
0: moving towards itself. You hear two sets of three sounds from within the room. One is the familiar sort of Brax section chirping of three remaining sap spiders. And the other is the barking of the three blood hunter, Tegu. They are circling the whole group of you, including Scarlet, menacingly. What do you do? Oh, well then. I will volunteer that, uh... The necklace does not seem to be working right now. And it's over there. In that girl's hand.
1: Why, well, yes. Thank you. Captain Obvious mm.
0: You're welcome, and that's not my name.
3: <laughs> no. Professor yes.
0: Isild. What do you do? Well,
3: I have a, I have well, I'm thinking about one of two things. One, shattering the statue, or at least trying to shoot a magic missile at it, because that's what uh that's what um Venamo wanted me to do but nylon's right here nylon might not take too kindly to that the other possibility i'm thinking of is taking scarlet's shape and then hopefully that will allow me to i don't know do something with this necklace probably won't work that way she probably did something alchemical to it
0: this is a bad choice here what to do do you want to spout lore on what's happening to the necklace
3: Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna study the necklace and start saying, "Aha! I think I understand how this works." And hopefully roll really well. No, Jesus! No. <laughs> <No>. Seriously,
2: <laughs> there's that three again. Yep. There it
0: is. So you lift it up
2: hmm. to
0: observe it, and uh, and then it it fills out like someone were wearing it, oh, just right in front of you, as though they were face to face with you.
3: Oh, no. Oh, Herman. And you
0: feel that chill grip both of your arms, and you're having a vision, a vision of the head, tumbling off of the platform it's dropping down and crushing you dead on the spot. Give me a Defy Danger wisdom to shake the vision. Well, that's a ten. That's good. That's good. If you... You have two options. One is, is that you will take reduced damage from the vision... Uh, but you will still take damage. Or, uh, but in that case you will retain control of the necklace. You will still have it in your hands. Or you can release the necklace and take no damage at all. I'm holding on to this necklace. Alright, uh, roll 1d8. I think that's what he does. Let me double check. That might be more than he does. Uh, I wanna, cause that would suck to fucking kill you with the ghost of, uh, 1d6.
3: 1d6, alright. Okay, that's 3 damage.
0: There's a ringing in your ears. You don't have frostbite this time. It's not the cold that got you. It's the memory of your skull being crushed. Hmm. Is just, you can't tell whether it happened or not right now. And that cognitive dissonance is fucking you up. But you have the necklace, and the shadow is gone. Kaya, you saw the ghost of Branimir Vuk there. Uh, Baron Nyland, having remembered Sir Ansa's warnings, uh, is looking around the room and Brother Venamo and the two other monks are grabbing various reagents off of the shelf in a great hurry. What do you do? <laughs> there are also six total monsters who are menacing you.
1: Oh, jeez. I am going to... Am I close enough to reach out and be an be pretty close to um Isolde and on the necklace. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. I am going to cause fear. I'm going to use the object to be the necklace and the target to be Herman.
0: You you can't see the ghost. You can't target it right now. You don't know oh, where it I is. I can't
1: target it cuz I don't know where it is.
0: It'd be cool and all.
1: <laughs> it was a good idea.
0: It was a good idea. It was a
1: good idea. Okay, I will hold that idea for when if I get to see the ghost. You could um, discern
0: realities to look for where he is. That that is what I shall do. Uh, give me a give me a discern realities and no Angus isn't helping this time. Damn it! I was. Uh, you get one question from the discern realities list. Pick well.
1: Where is Herman?
0: There are a lot of questions that could get you. Where is Herman? <sighs>
1: uh I have to go with my favorite, which is what here is useful or valuable to me.
0: That is that is that is not the one that I would have expected to get you Herman's location.
1: Well, but, but it's always the best. <laughs>
0: but it's always the best.
1: Because while I may not get Herman's location, I may get something that helps me locate Herman and then find other things, or it has consistently been the best question.
0: There is a concoction on the wall that you, on, on the shelves that you recognize. And it is that, uh, the sort of native form of those black cables, which were on the, the, uh, heartless sapling, the same sort of black cables that made your catalyst, but, but they went through some sort of transition when they were broken. And this is, this is the cables as a whole. Uh, and you notice that it's that same material that those, those, black leather-ish cables are made out of that is holding together the statue. So there's a container of that. Let's say that there's 20 or 30 feet of that rope in there, and you've identified the information that that is the same material holding the statue together.
1: Okay. I'm not sure how I could use rope to tie Scarlet up.
0: Huh, that's technically an option.
1: I didn't think it was the one you were thinking
3: of. Um. Did we establish before how that that um, substance gets destroyed? Because I do remember we did it. Something involving brass hammers. Uh,
0: so one side was, was uh, it was anchored to something, and when that anchored thing was destroyed with the brass hammers, it shattered and it destroyed it. And hmm. you never asked Anza, or you never looked at the other puzzle room, uh, but you can surmise that it would be a similar thing. Whatever it was tethered to was destroyed. Huh? Uh, or you could give me a spout lore, and I could actually give you a really specific answer to that question. <laughs> you know what? I uh, I might try to redeem myself and
3: do a spout lore.
0: Yeah. Give you me know. a roll plus int. Uh, roll plus int. That's, that's going to be thirteen
3: total. Thirteen total.
0: You know the. You finally put together what bizarre alchemy this must be related to. This is a a, a some sort of thread of binding that binds two objects together. And if the object at either end is destroyed, they collapse into that gelatinous ooze. So the ropes that are on the shelf haven't been bound to anything, but it makes you wonder. You (laughs) remember that there's a way to bind things sympathetically, to make a glue with this kind of substance. So there will be something inside of the area That is considered the other end of the things holding the statue together. Right.
3: So if we can find that, then we can make the statue fall apart. Correct. Start looking for that. I'll start uh, deducing where it's somewhere hidden, probably, and safe, and where accidents probably wouldn't happen. Try
0: logically to deduce where the anchor would be. Give me a discern realities... Uh, int because it's your logical thing. And that's my that's my new specialty.
2: The new hotness. Ha-ha. That is some hotness.
3: That, that is, is quite
0: hot. hot. It's fourteen total. Uh, you get those three questions. That's right. Uh... With an eye towards the specific thing that you're looking for at this point.
3: <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. This is good. Things are things are happening. Who's really in control here?
0: Who's really in control here is that that blackened necklace is somehow directly motivating, uh, the ghost seemingly to reunite the statue. If that necklace is destroyed, the ghost will probably stop. Um, you get two more questions. What should I be on the lookout for? You see that underneath one of the tables at the far wall is a steel uh the, the 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 mooring it's a steel mooring just underneath one of the tables and moored to the floor and there's nothing attached to it and that must be the sympathetic bond
3: huh um uh, what here is useful or valuable to me
0: uh there is a uh single vial of what is called d alloy solution On one of the shelves. And it causes alloys to break apart into their appropriate bits. If applied to, for example, uh, brass. It would split into copper and whatever the hell else goes into brass.
2: A lot of things. Zinc. Copper.
0: If applied to steel, you know. Iron and carbon. Okay,
3: the alloy solution. All right, well, I'm going to point out that sympathetic link.
0: There's a problem. Yeah, what's that? You hear that icky sound that grabbed your leg just last night Oh no. Lancing out again there is a spider darting towards you with its terrible goo Actually it's all three of the spiders swarming at you. What do you do?
3: Uh, run away towards that sympathetic link
0: Right, give me a defy danger dex
3: Run away, run away Keep running.
0: I got a nine on defy danger so You got a nine on defy danger Let's see, what kind of nasty stumble-hesitator flinch could uh, could occur here? Oh god, uh, you pointed out the object that you were going for, that thing, because you said that you were saying, look, there's the sympathetic link, and uh, Baron Nyland started rushing towards it, and now you've got your choice between getting in front of her, or being behind her, and being snagged, or in front of her, and she gets snagged. Snagged by the spiders? By the spiders, yeah, she can get snagged by the spiders. Oh, cold! Uh, you see her. You you step aside and like dart in front of her, and you hear her snap back as she comes to a dead and immediate stop, as she's bound to the ground. Kaya, two of those tegu lizards are leaping at you, and one at the other soldier. What do you do?
1: Um. Well, I had better. Um, I had better volley at the tegu lizards.
0: Uh, let's do it. Uh, give me a volley at one of the tegu. Alright,
1: that'll be a nine.
0: Uh, are you going to lose an ammo, do reduced damage, or move into a dangerous position?
1: I will lose another ammo, putting me at
0: three. Roll us a 1d8. A six. Oh, that'll do. Uh, you launch an arrow into, uh, the tegu that lashed out at you. And it, uh, you take it down so precisely with actually, you, it was a volley because you went through ammo. So you just like fill it with arrows, like Legolas style. And the other Tegu is so frightened of this that it backs away. Meanwhile, the last soldier is struggling with one gripping its chest.
3: Well, is there anything impeding my character from, destro- from using the sympathetic link to destroy the statue?
0: So yeah, you could probably, you could charge right through, grab the, uh, the vial from the shelf mm-hmm. and thrust it onto the sympathetic link. Would you like to do that? Yes. Alright. So you like grab the vial you baseball slide underneath the table and uh, how would you like to apply it? You've got, it, it's a glass vial that this is in. It's corked.
3: Pop the cork, shield my face with my my robe sleeve and pour it on because <laughs> I know this might cause some smoke or ex- or minor explosion
0: you pour it on there and you hear a rumbling and just a, a a a burst of gas shoots out just feels like wind and you're covered in soot as all of the carbon flies out of this uh of this iron as does you know like the flux and the other cord of sort of weird things that are always mixed into together uh, flux isn't actually in there it's in the fire whatever bunch of other little additives because nobody's perfect shoot out, and you get this sort of acrid smell from it, and you hear the two blue-burning braziers fall to the side and get knocked to the ground. And then you hear, in this increasing darkness, more falling as the statue shakes apart. The top pops off, and then one of its legs shatters into three pieces, and it begins to topple. It is toppling All around, just pieces falling in every direction. What do you do? First, Izzled. Duck and cover under the table. You just hide under the table? Yes. That's fine. That's good. That'll do. Kaya, what do you do? Um,
1: I would like to leap to protect the Baron.
0: Good answer. Because otherwise she was dead. You, uh, give me a defy danger. How do you, uh, want to protect her? Uh, um, are you picturing this that you like hug her and shield her? Do you draw your sword pull- and cut I her free? i was
1: gonna pull a table over us.
0: Okay. You, you uh, give me a defiant and your strength then to do it in time. Shucky You chose the big heavy item.
1: Pull hard. I will. I will pull six.
0: Six is bad.
1: Six is bad. Wait. Angus is free to help me, he can
0: push. Uh, yeah, but he's trained in combat humanoid scout and perform.
1: Uh, you don't think perform can be push?
0: Um, no. That's <laughs> that's a little weird. You just
1: want the bad stuff to happen.
0: I'm gonna give you a, a, a nasty bad thing's gonna happen. You're actually gonna you you rescue Baron Island here. You you pull that uh, table over her and like basically. Essentially, what you've done is you've thrown a table onto her, but its legs. She gets knocked down to the ground and is now underneath this heavy wooden table. And just as you are hoping to slide underneath it to also be safe, uh, you are going to be hit by part of this statue. Give me a one d eight. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Three. You take three damage. Uh, was your armor destroyed last time? It yes, was. Yes, it so was. So you take three damage straight up. No, I armor. Uh, as it crushes you on like the, the the left side of your back. Ow. Uh, I can manage that later. you hear a, a springing sound as your bow comes unstrung.
1: Oh no. I don't like that. That's not
2: good.
0: And you slide under the table in time for another couple of pieces of the statue to hit it. As the room is engulfed in total darkness. Impediment. You're holding to Saranza, Barker is flinging poisoned knives at the tree that you are still clinging to. You are dangling over an abyss that does not look like an easy thing to land on. People are watching you. People are gawking. Uh, Ritva is down. Her leg looks like it's bent in an awkward and impossible direction. Ah. Otso is trying to drag her away. What do you do?
2: So, Anza, this is gonna sound crazy, but the safest place for you to be right now is on the back of this tree. And I'm gonna try and swing her up onto the tree. Oh, not its mouth, but something she can grab onto.
0: Into the canopy?
2: Yeah, basically.
0: Uh, sure. Uh, I'm torn between decks and strength for that, but I think it's strength. Because the shot of this is gonna be, like, Captain America holding the helicopter. You're trying to fling her yes! up. Yes! So give me a defy danger theme. strength.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, strength is not
2: my best, but I'll I'll do my best. Wow. Boom. Yes, you're grandstanding. You uh I didn't America, even do my grandstanding you. thing. Should I roll again?
0: Uh no, you're fine with an eleven. <gasps> okay. You toss 11. her up there and she uh, she lands deftly atop it. Uh and uh your because you've done so well, let's give it something awesome to do here. Uh you see Barker grab his steel axe and he flings it up to her and now she's just chopping limbs off the top of the tree as she rides on top of it.
2: Yeah. I feel kind of dirty about this.
0: You're still <laughs> clinging to the side of this tree. Also, the sap that's coming off of it is definitely, like, bright blood red. Oh, this thing is not okay with me. <laughs> uh, It's super not okay with you. What, what do you do? What is
2: this thing? I... Can I spout lore on what the hell is going on with this tree?
0: Absolutely you can.
2: Oh, oh, ouchies, that's totally a four. I'm gonna mark some XP. Mark
0: XP. Mark XP. And, uh, yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, Would you be so kind as to roll me 2d8?
2: Ooh, that's big. 2d8 is big. Mm. Mmm. Which of those am I taking, or am I taking both?
0: You're taking the six. And it's ignore armor.
2: It's ignore armor? That's mean.
0: Because this is how we're ending it.
2: Even though my... Well, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter the source of the armor, I guess.
0: As you pause to ponder what it is that is going that this thing must be, how it must have been created, you feel one of its crab claws grab your leg, and it pulls, and your hand slips from the pole axe, which stays up, still embedded in the tree, and it just flings you. Ow. Out, over the pit, down to the dark of the ground below, and you slam into the bottom of the cavern, taking six damage. Ow. And for a moment there, the entire world goes dark. Yeah. And now every member of the party is enshrouded in total darkness.
2: Oh, that's great. That's Hooray. lovely.
0: Go team! Uh, uh, is, that, is that where we're leaving it? Uh, I actually will say uh, we can leave it right there. Uh, although I will tell all of you now, although this is going to be weird because it's such an anticlimactic point to point this out. Uh, everybody, mark experience because the Green Bark Gang is free. Yep.
3: Yay! <laughs>
1: that was the point. We did. That was that was one of the things we wanted to do.
0: That was the main. That was the main objective. That was the main objective. Congratulations! Literally, every member of the Green Bark Gang has escaped at this point.
1: Wow. Oh, that means Reed gets money.
0: Uh, Reed will get money. Actually, technically Reed is on the list. Oh, I now, wasn't you, very
2: clear when I placed that bet. Admittedly, well, if I don't get out of this alive, I can't collect
0: the money. So Yeah, you can't collect if you're dead. Yep. Good thing you only wagered five coin.
2: <laughs> it's true.
0: Uh, do we want to do an end of session wrap up or do we want to actually save that till you guys have escaped? I say we do it now. We can do it quick. We can do it quick. I. Yep. Okay. Quick. Uh, here's your end of session move. Uh, starting with Kaya Wellsmythe, uh, do you feel that any of your bonds have changed? You guys have all had some pretty interesting group dynamics this fight, so that seems reasonable.
1: Um, Well, I feel like I now am on the path towards learning things from the Verdwood as Isolde has. So I think that has changed to what the f just happened to me isold
0: help me now i mean <gasps> your method is very different from isold so
2: i think a phrasing might related to the alchemy stuff could be if this sounds cool um i have discovered things about alchemy that i could show to isold that she doesn't know
0: ooh that would yeah, be yeah you mm. can become the teacher yeah
2: <laughs> uh, yeah
0: yeah, I like resolve that. Yeah, so Mark Mark XP, resolve that bond and uh write down that new one.
2: Yeah, and yeah. you can phrase it better than I did. <laughs> I'm tired too.
0: Speaking of Isolde, Isolde, Hi. have you resolved any of your bonds? I think so. Uh I I've I've seen
3: uh, Reed reunited with her family, so I'm gonna cross that one oh, off. yeah. Uh, Yeah,
2: you didn't see the disreuniting happen after
3: you left. I trusted you. I trusted you that that they would get it. I foresaw it using my tactical mind. I knew that they were safe. Um, But uh, the the new bond regarding the uh, relevant to the conversation we had with Olaf at the bar last time is I'm willing to hurt Reed in order to get what we want and need.
0: That's good. I like it. That's nasty. That is dark. I like it. Mark XP. That's great. Thank you. Reed, how are your bonds?
2: Let me see here. Um, uh, I think my bonds with Isold are still valid. She does still kind of scare the shit out of Reed. Um, I'm not sure. I'm convinced that Kaya actually knows restraint. Anymore, like it was going good for a while, and then, and then,
0: then less restraint.
2: Then less restraint. Yeah,
1: then Kaya decided to go off by herself into the pit. That was not perhaps the most restrained of things. But I don't know
2: what a good alternative bond. Like I think I think Reed thinks that what Kaya's doing there is really brave, and she's got a lot of respect for that. Like guts are important.
0: Do you think she's gonna get herself killed? Maybe. Uh, are you going to say that Kaya's bravery will get her killed? You have to protect her? Maybe. That's not bad. You're good at protecting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that.
0: Okay. Mark XP. Do the the bond swap. Uh, did I start with Isolde? No, I started with Kaya. Kaya, what is yes. your uh, XP statement? Your, your alignment statement?
1: Oh, no. I have not helped an animal or spirit of the wild today. Well, unless you count distracting and not killing the, the spiders with my cloak
0: uh no, i would I actually don't. say you have definitely helped a spirit of the uh, a spirit of the forest or the wood you helped destroy that statue ah yeah. so i you did f- delivered on that request there we go and i will tell you now the level of apocalypse that you have averted is very big Well, good professor isled what is your alignment statement
3: Oh, I have to learn something about a magical secret. I think I, I think I really did.
0: I think you really did. Which one stands out to you the most? Um, well, I failed at figuring out
3: exactly what that necklace... Actually, no, we did figure something out about that necklace. How it, it's... it's um, it was what was causing the, uh, the ghost to act the way it was. I like um, how, uh, how, how the binding stuff works, what sympathetic links are. There's just so many. Yep. Discover something. Okay. I've discovered I've discovered something about a magical mystery.
0: You definitely have Mark XP and impediment. What is your alignment statement?
2: Have I eschewn a convention of the civilized world? Uh, uh I'm not sure I'm, really.
0: Jumping I'm really
3: heckled. Jumping into a an arena pit is not something I thought
2: arena pits were a civilized thing.
3: Not not some not jumping in. <laughs>
0: Oh. The civilized thing to do okay. is to, you know,
3: let the execution proceed apace.
0: I mean, I, I suppose. Uh, I'll agree to that. It's both disrupting the execution, which, I mean, it's it's not why you issued a, a part of the, the due process. Uh, <laughs> but also uh, heckling, the uh, stopping the guy from doing his full introduction.
2: Yay, heckling. <laughs> so heckling. Mark XP...
0: Now, as a group, you answer these questions. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. 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 Take Mark XP. Uh, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Yes.
2: Yeah. Scarlet yes. is a notable you enemy. Have.
0: Uh, both Scarlet has been overcome for now. Uh, and did we loot a memorable treasure? Oh, yeah. And remember, this counts last session. Oh, yeah, we uh, yeah, did.
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Several. Uh, than Mark XP. That puts me... You guys have a bunch of experience. I have enough yeah, to level again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: do
3: Jesus. not, but just barely. All those, all those threes I rolled? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious threes. Man.
2: Feel that wisdom. You're learning things. It's learning from it failure. Hurts.
0: I will make a note, because a thing has happened that is a, a prerequisite event for other things happening, so we do get a very small epilogue. Super small. Impediment, Uh-oh. you lay on the cold, slimy ground of that cavern. And the red glow of the glowworms is about you. I sure wish I had one of those necklaces right now. As they do have a hunger for the blood of the Greenbark gang. Shit. And there you are in the center of it.
2: I don't have my axe.
0: From the east Echoing down into the cavern below, you hear that signature trumpeting. The trumpeting of the masked lizard.
2: How the fuck did you even get down here?
0: It's not down there. Anyone who is above ground could hear this. Oh, shit. Because it's coming from the wood, and it's coming quickly. Oh, shit. Thank you once again for listening to the Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. Seven Days a Servant is available on Inkshares, and we need your help to get the word out. Tell people, in person, on the phone, or by email. Share the site, share the story. We're running out of time to make this work. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Tremzinov. You may find links to his work in the show notes. Please do share the podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember, The Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And, as always, thank you.